Hey, what's going on, people? It's Jay Good at StraightOutTheDen.com, and we're live today with another podcast. Uh, you know, before we get, get into our guests, I, I got to make sure I mention our sponsor. Uh, today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Uh, you can get your free audio book, um, a free audio book download, and a 30-day free trial. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash StraightOutTheDen. That's S-T-R, the number 8, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. It's like over 150,000 titles, so you can choose one and, you know, download to your iPhone on android uh, kindle whatever mp3 player you have you can pretty much use there so take advantage of it you guys are listening so we want to give something to you so make sure you go there again it's audibletrial.com slash straight out the den but now to the reason why you guys are here and, and before i really get into it i gotta say man you guys are really i gotta switch up the way that i'm, I'm giving you guys these podcasts because um my site was down for about two hours last week and um, I was trying to figure out what was going on, I'm, you know, on the line with, with tech support and find out that it's the podcast that's crashing my site. So that's I guess it's a good thing and a bad thing. But it's like, you know, I do a lot of things on the site. So I was like, I, I don't I can't crash the site. So I was down for two hours. Um, if you if you want to know the reason why I know a couple of you guys tweeted me about it, that's the reason why I did find out what it was. So I'm, I'm working this week. Um, to get the podcast move off of my server to another server, uh, so we won't have those type of issues going forward. But um, hey, thanks for listening. That's that's the, the beauty of it. So you guys are definitely listening. So that's a good thing. But uh, now to today's guest. Um, I've been working on my inter- my uh, introductions. You know what I mean. So I'm trying to get better at my introductions because you know when I introduce people, I'm, I'm so short with it. And I was like, man, you know they they deserve a little bit more. So I you know. This guy, if you ever seen him perform, he shuts down the building. It doesn't matter who he's performing with or next against. He, it's just his presence. Like it definitely, you know, stands out above the rest of the pack. Um, not only does he have a dope live performance, he actually has something to say while he's performing. And um, you know, you guys heard me say it over and over. Like I'm in Atlanta, and, and I've I've changed my perception on this. Like you know, I like what I like, and I just put it like that. Sometimes I like, you know. Um, a little more turn up music. Sometimes I, I need right. that 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 boom bap. You know what I mean. Right. But at the end of the day, you need that balance. And and I think that this brother here definitely gives us that balance. So you know, without further ado, allow, um, help me welcome the homie Big Rex to the show. There's like three people in here, but we all gonna clap. Wow, that's what's oh, up. That's what's up. <laughs> Salute, Jay Good. Straight hey. up, straight out the den. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So, Absolutely. You know, I wanna um I wanna take it back to when I was first introduced to you, right? Um. Right. I, I was a media sponsor on, I believe it was uh, the Underground Railroad show. <laughs> I remember. And, um, you know, for the most part, I, I was familiar with all the talent that was there. You know, some of the people that, that that's on the show. But it was a name there that I had never seen before. And, um, you know, I'm just sitting back getting footage as usual. And this guy, meaning you, <laughs> uh, hop on the stage. And I, I can't remember the first thing you said, but I know... After the first thing you said, I was just like, yo, you know, he's standing out. And and, and it was some dope talent there. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, why is he standing out that much? You know what I mean? And and, and definitely, I know the majority of it is the voice and the powerfulness of the voice. But it was like, this dude is like, he's on stage like he's been here. You know what right. I mean? It's like it didn't feel it didn't feel like that was like your third or fourth show. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> in which I'm sure I'm sure it, it wasn't your third or fourth show. Right. But um, 
you know, from that moment, um, I was like, okay, let me, let me, let me look at what this guy's doing. And, and you know, we've bumped into each other a couple of times. Like, right. uh, bumped into you at A3C. Mm-hmm. Um, and you did the three lazy questions uh, interview, which we appreciative of. Oh, and, thank um, you for that. that no, was no, no problem, man. And, and um, awesome. I think most recently I seen you at, um, it was Scotty's, uh, his uh, Spaghetti Johnson. Um, Absolutely. Mixtape release party. Shout out to the homie Scotty. Yeah, shout out to Scotty, man. Scotty moving in the city right Doing now. Doing so, you know. Um, but yeah, that's and, and you know this is big red man. So I'm I'm gonna, you know, start this thing off by first asking you like man, where did that come from? You know what I mean? Like, and right. I know that might sound like a vague question, dude, but no, it's no. like, I, it's something about you. You know what I mean? Like you, I think you figured it out, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. And artists know what I'm talking about. Absolutely, the regular public might not understand it, but artists know what I'm talking about. Like you figured it out. Like, Absolutely. So where did that come from? It came from. Um, first of all, thank you for that introduction. Oh man, that was a uh, you know. You, I'm doing better. Yeah, you 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 you're killing it, bro. Like, <laughs> I think that's just the best introduction I've, I've ever had, man. man I, I'm trying. Man. I really appreciate that. So salute to your hard work on the intro. Oh yes, sir. <laughs> I was trying to get better on my intro. No doubt, man. Really, um, the thing you're talking about, it's uh, something that I've known that I've had in me. Um, one of the very first things that you mentioned in your intro was presence. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that's just a gift. It's something that has been divinely given. I've always had a voice or I've always had a presence, even as a child. Whenever I step into a room, something shifts. There's there's something that, you know, so, you know, as far, I've always known that it was there. And I've always just utilized my powers for good, if you will. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Smart man, smart man. You know, and my thing was just, you know, I, I, I know that. That I'm different. Yeah. I have a different uh, path, a different journey, a very specific thing that I thankfully got in, in tune with at a very young age. And um, when I realized that uh, the music was was a part of my, my journey and something that I was very serious about doing, um, you know, I, I took it seriously. But before even realizing that it was music, I knew that everything about me funneled through my voice. Yeah. I, I do have a distinct voice, um, and and I have a lot to say. I've always been that way, and um, I, I'm I've always been very in tune with why I'm on this planet, Man, you know. So that has been the driving force, literally behind everything. Yeah. Even to this day, you know, I'm I'm very uh, specifically on purpose right now. There's a yeah. lot of I'm very focused right now. I'm in, I'm in a new season of my life right now. I've been uh, I've been doing this for a long time, you know. So you seeing me and me seeming seasoned as soon as I stepped on stage, yeah. I've been doing this for several years. Okay. Like, and we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Sure, man. Um, sure. <laughs> you know, the first thing it, it's so funny that you said purpose because like the first thing I wrote down, like for my notes, was purpose. You know mm. what I mean? So it's like I, I definitely want to get into that. You Absolutely. know what I mean? Because I think not just as an artist, but as people. Absolutely. You know, I think that. Um, the reason why we fall behind so much is because we don't realize our purpose. Yep. You know what I mean? And and it takes a lot of us, the ones that are lucky enough to, to find out our purpose, it takes us almost a lifetime to right. figure it out. And, you know, those that figure it out before you're 30, I say, are the ones that, you know, succeed a little bit quicker. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and success, you know, it's all about how you define the success. Right. It's relative. Yeah, it's, it's very relative. I was talking with my barber and it was like, man, to, to us, we, we both agree, like being successful is like, not have to punch a clock 
and mm-hmm. be able to do what I love to do mm-hmm. every single day. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's not a monetary thing. Like, yeah, we, we love, we, you know, not necessarily we love money. We all want to have money. Sure. But because you need money to survive to do right. other things. But it's like it's all about having that freedom, that financial freedom and, and career freedom to mm-hmm. like. Do what hey, you love. You want to go here next week? Okay, I don't have to call nobody to make no adjustments. Like, let's <laughs> right. let's go here and just do this. You know what I mean? So that's what it's about, man. I'm glad that you said that word purpose. You know, um, we spoke about it, you know, briefly um, a couple of nights ago, or mm-hmm. it might have been last night. Yeah, it was last, yeah, last night, night. Last night. Um, you know, just kind of giving you a breakdown of what this podcast is really about, man. And, and you know, I told you that it's it, it's not it's not your typical radio type interview where we go through your records like we 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 can and we will go through sure. some of the records, but it's mostly about people getting a greater understanding of you at the end of this. You Absolutely, know what I mean? um, as a person and as an artist. And I appreciate that greatly. Oh man, no problem, man, no problem. I, I you know I, I definitely want to do that because I for one you know it's it's a time thing, and, and I know that you know you guys work hard and there's time you just can't get that back. So I want to make sure that I utilize that time. To the best of my ability. Salute, you know? salute. Um, so, you know, with that being said, bro, I want to go back into, um, you know, you said early on that you've, you've had this voice and you've always had that, you know, walk in the room and you have that presence that, that's given people see it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, when when exactly was that? Like, when can you pinpoint that immediately happening where you initially noticed? Like, sure. I'm different. Sure. Growing up, uh, just a little background, born and raised in New Orleans, Louisiana. Um, my parents were together up until the age when I was six, so they got divorced. Mm. And I was an only child from that okay. union. So I spent a lot of time with just myself. Mm. Um, I was gifted. you know. I, re- I guess I realized I had a, a talent to draw, to illustrate. Uh, at the age of three, I was drawing wow. album covers, drawing Michael Jackson, drawing like <laughs> that was my thing. I I I'd spend countless hours laid out on the on the floor listening to the radio, mm-hmm. drawing pictures, and my interaction with people. You know, I I can I can say that I was a loner, but yet I was so comfortable around a myriad of people. Mm-hmm. So I could be around, I mean, several several a crowd of people. And then sometimes just feel like I'm the only one in the room. <laughs> I was just that comfortable. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So yeah. um, when I interacted with folks and I, I started seeing how people just gravitated toward me, I didn't understand it initially, but I didn't. But at the same time, I didn't think it was strange. It just was kind of, hey, that's what's yeah. up. Yeah. You know, I, I always like to have fun, make jokes. I wouldn't say I was a class clown, but I definitely love to have fun in class and uh, you know, I had a knack for making people laugh. So when when I started seeing kind of cons- some consistencies with yeah, all of that, yeah. I started noticing that you know, okay, it's not just two or three people that are gravitating toward me. You know, when you see you're out on the playground and you're at mm-hmm. recess and everybody wants to be where you are mm. or stuff like that, I started yeah. just picking up on it and I didn't really um, identify it as something strange but I didn't know it was different because they weren't doing that with everybody so gotcha, gotcha. Um, I think that was kind of the genesis of it and as I as I started um, identifying my talents um, my parents or well, my mom at the time she had me involved in spelling bees and playing Scrabble doing Scrabble tournaments oh, or man. whatnot yeah. I guess she I guess she saw an affinity I had for words mm-hmm. so I was just we used to play every Thursday night 
This was uh, this was post divorce when I lived strictly with mom. Okay. Every Thursday night, that was our time because I was a latchkey kid. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't, you know, I didn't have much time, much supervised time. Gotcha. I was always doing my thing. Yeah. You know, I, I consider myself um, created by by God, but I'm self made. Yeah. No, I, I get it. You know I what I'm saying? It. And um, but those Thursday nights when we were playing Scrabble, watching the Cosby Show, or watching Different World, or yeah, whatever, yeah. Family Ties, or whatnot, that was like our time. So I was constantly sharpening my vocabulary, my words, and and this and that. And I was great in spelling, like I was winning spelling bees. So everything was kind of centered around words. I didn't even realize that was something really going on because they pushed the artwork so much. You know, I I, I want to ask you about that, man, because it's 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 so many times, man. Like I speak with artists where. It's, it's kind of the opposite of that. Like, you know, a lot of people's story is like, you know, it's not that parents were married and then they got divorces. Most of the time, it's parents were never married, you know. Mm-hmm. And that that breakdown in the family structure, yeah. um, you know, it can go it can go one or two ways. You know, it can, you can like your mom did, it was like, look, son, me and dad didn't work out, but look, let me get you on the right path. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's, it's those things, like as a kid, you probably didn't even realize, like, man, you know, every Thursday night, me and mom here playing Scrabble. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. oh, it, it became, you know, almost a natural thing because it's like, oh, we do this all the time. So I'm just doing it. But like right. you said, your mom saw that gift in you. It, it's crazy that parents see things in, in their children that we can't even comprehend. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I've told this story before. Like, my background is in music production. That's where I started. At. Okay. And, and okay. all of this stuff kind of spun on me being frustrated with the music and wanting to do something else. So that's how all of this, uh, the website and the podcast and all this kind of started. But growing up, I just wanted to play baseball, man. That was it. That was it. So I played baseball. You know, I played all sports. That that was me. But during that time, like in elementary school, middle school, my parents had me in piano lessons. Mm -hmm. I was was the guy carrying the snare drum around in sixth grade (laughs) and the xylophone and all of that. And I hated it. You know what I mean? Mainly yeah. because, like, the, my piano teacher and, and God bless her because she's a good lady. But you know, I was just—I didn't want to play church hymns all day. You know, I, I wanted to play you. something else. So I didn't—I didn't like it too much. And now looking back on, it, I was like, man, I should have been paying attention a little bit more. You know, I could have still could pick something up from exactly. It. And, right. and you know, my father, man, like he's been involved with music for years, and and more so on the engineering side. But mm-hmm. I grew up; I've always had that equipment around. And hence the name Straight Out the Den. Like Straight nice. Out the Den came from me being a fourteen year old kid saying, I have this music in the den of my house. That's straight out the den. That's so dope, bro. And it's just it's been like that, you know what I mean? And at the time I was like, you know, I didn't really you know, I'm just coming up with something. You know, and, and you look at it now, it's like, wow, like man, sixteen years of a of a dream is starting to materialize now. It's it's kinda weird thinking like that, but Well, I mean it's purpose. Yeah, it, I mean, it is, it is. Look at the setup. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I love it. <laughs> you know, I mean, just even down to this. Yeah. The the fact that the environment, even right now, is what it is. Yeah. It's know, home. It's straight out the den, straight out the crib. That's <laughs> I always like, you know, man, I, I put something and I'm going to read this to you, too, because um, I, I just thought about it. But I, I want to read this to you. Um, I put this up on um, Instagram. um a couple of hours ago, right? Mm-hmm. I said um, there are three type of people in this music game. Oh. The one who talks about what they have, mm-hmm. and in parentheses, I said that's the struggle rapper. 
You know, right. we, we know those. Right. The one who shows what they have, that's Diddy, Jay-Z. Like, they can prove it. They can show and prove it. Mm-hmm. And the, the third one is the one who says nothing about what they have. And the names that I put down was, like, David Geffen, Jimmy Iovine. Hmm. You know, so you it's, it's, it's levels. You know what I mean? Exactly. And it's like, you know, it's just amazing the perception of people. You know, what, right. what the public thinks is really going on and what's really going what's on. What's really going on. You know on. what I mean? So, exactly. I know you can, you, you've you been you've been around, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and you know this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I have somebody on here that's been in that position, man, I like for them to kind of shed some light on um, to the sure. young audience because they don't, a lot of times they don't get it. They think it's as simple, especially with technology now. They think it's as simple as Record a song, upload, yeah, I'm out of here. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, you know, if you could, shed some light on that. Absolutely. Um, you know, first of all, you know, I want to commend a lot of the young people um, because there are a lot of young people who do have talent. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times we put certain things on this generation, you know, um, when in essence they've grown up in a certain existence that has nothing to do with them. Yeah. They were born into the technological age. That's true. They were literally born <laughs> into it. They You're don't right. know anything but microwave, mm-hmm. cell phone, cell phone charger, um, electronic devices. This is all they know. Yeah. You're you know right. what I'm saying? Right. And for we elders, you know, we, we have a different take on things because our experience was different. We literally didn't have technology until a certain point of our lives you know so when it came into the picture we actually had some grounding because all we knew was the the oven Mm -hmm. all we knew was getting it out the mud we all we knew was you know we had to do without at certain points and then we came into greater i remember when the beeper came out you know what i'm saying when the the, the, the pager yeah you know what i'm saying so we had these different things where it's like oh wait a minute i could actually yeah. Paid somebody. Yeah. I can call from a, and then the mobile phone came in. So our our perspective is different based on our experience. Experience, yeah. You're and, right. You're right. And one of the things that you know, I'm big on this whole concept of bridging the gap between youth and elders. A part of that, as an elder statesman, is being willing to go where they are, go mm-hmm. into where the young people are. And you have to be willing to step out of just your space and to really step into their shoes. Mm-hmm. If I understand that a 14-year-old was literally born into technology, yeah, a 14-year-old was born after the year 2000. Let's just, I'm just going to let, let that be. I'm just going to put that out there. Think about that. It doesn't sound crazy until you say it, like out loud. That's what I'm saying. And a like, 14 year yeah. old was born after Y2K. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> when you think about that, and you think about this generation yeah. and what they're exposed to, what's what they're around, like it it helps you if you're willing. Mm-hmm. It helps you to put things in perspective and to address things a certain way. Absolutely. And and I, I'm a firm believer in. In meeting people where they are, especially young people, mm-hmm. because um, you're not so quick to throw them away or yeah. throw them under the bus. Oh, uh, well, shoot. When I was growing up, I had whoop de whoop. Well, no, I mean, this is a different world. We, we've left a, a cert- we've left the world a certain way for these kids. 
And, you know, of course, you have a lot of variables, a lot of factors, especially exactly. when it comes to uh, culture, mm-hmm. but when it comes to history, when it comes to things like, I mean, I have I have so much embedded in me because of how I've, I was groomed mm-hmm. because I, of how I grew up and things that I gravitated toward, um, you know, but it's a it's a completely different world. This is a, a fast food microwave generation in a sense that. Look, they have access to so much more yeah. right now. A fourteen-year-old right now can literally anything that they want to have understanding about. They can pull out their phone Instantly. and get the information just like that. Just like they that. didn't have to wait for um, the bus to come for them to go to the library mm-hmm. in order for them to research something uh, in history. No, exactly. they're like, oh, wait, what was that? Oh, okay. Yeah. Here, here, are you talking about this? And, and on you know, top what I'm of that, they don't even have to know how to spell it. They got to just exactly. be close. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a different it's a whole different world man so t- tying that into into things you know when it comes to to kind of where they are no there's reasons for it mm-hmm. you know to everything there's a root there's always a reason why beneath the surface yeah behavior is based on thought it's based on mentality and and how someone thinks so if a person thinks a certain way about themselves about mm-hmm. um about their culture about society they're going to act based on their concept based Absolutely. on their thought Absolutely. so for me personally you know i don't penalize young people for their behavior my thing is i want to reach out to them and talk about what they're thinking like what what is it that you're you're looking at why why do you think the way that you do and i'm gonna come at you not necessarily i'm gonna correct how you're thinking no i really want to have an understanding of how you see things and of how why you feel the way you do so that we can so that i can lend my experience and my wisdom based on experience to where you're at and then hopefully we can kind of reach somewhere in the middle, yeah. and then we can grow from there. That's how you build, and that, that's and how I was, you, you. That's why I was going to. Um, I was going to say that it's like that. That key word is understanding, man. Because absolutely, I, I'm not going to lie. I found myself like not. You know, I was like, "Well, what's going on?" And then, and then I have to think about. It. I was like, "Well, dude, you're not that far removed. If you really think about it, it's like Re- that's real. It's like I'm not fifty. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, exactly. You know, I'm not that far removed. So it's like it's literally like. A span about five to seven years that truly separates, like as far as the mentality and, and the technology. You know what I mean? Like I came into college in 2002. Mm-hmm. So in 02, that's when, you know, the Internet was starting to move faster. Like I grew up where, I, you know, I, and, and looking back on this it, crazy, like I was like, man, my parents really had access to things that my peers didn't. Like in high school, I used to sell CDs, mixtapes and stuff like there that. You go. And then you look at it, everybody didn't have a CD burner. You right. Know, but, but it's like, I'm not, you know, it didn't cross it didn't my mind. It was so yeah. like, oh, it's here. Let me use it. You know what I mean? And, and I'm just thinking about, like, the internet. And, and when I came to college, like, I went from dial up to colleges. <laughs> you know, it's like on the land, you know, yeah. and, and, and it's crazy. That type of service back in 02 is equivalent to what everybody in their house have now right. you know what i mean so right. it's just you know technology definitely moves man and but I, I love what you said about just understanding because i love to have those conversations with with you know quote unquote the young bucks of the game and right right the, the thing that really um makes them different than the older heads in the game is that you can't tell them no <laughs> you can't tell them no at all it's like no no is not in their vocabulary and they're like no exactly. bro i'm gonna make it 
you can come with me or you can just wait exactly. till I, you know but i'm i'm going to make it and they they're blinded to know which is great cuz the ambition is like the, exactly it takes them there and, and, and you and i both know in in this game in this music industry man is hard work trumps talent it all does. day long you know it what does. i mean and they they have the hard work down pat and that's you know i just feel as you mentioned you know in the intro balance is exactly. the key that is literally where things need to be mm-hmm. because there are a lot of talentless people who, like you said, that are, they I mean, work. Their, their work ethic is amazing. Exactly. So they're always going to win. They're going to figure it out. They're going to figure out some way to win and make things happen. Mm-hmm. Well, my thing is, let's take that and let's marry that with some talent so exactly. that the actual art and the craft of things can be respected again by the masses. You know, and, and, and I, I really feel like... Um, you know, I mean, there's several artists that are out there doing things. And, and, and even to, to touch on what you mentioned before, um, because I, I didn't really hit on it, as it does relate to like people like the laptop producer, mm-hmm. you know, or the, the laptop artist, you know, like the beauty of technology is that it gives the ability to make some things happen. And they're talented people that are utilizing what they do have. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, back in the day, the days of two track or reel to reel being in a studio where like you... Like being able to record, like the 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 amount of money that had to be put into oh, that, yeah. into budgets, into all of that technology has helped the music industry to where well, not as much money has to be spent on certain things. So that's exactly. that's a beautiful thing to streamline stuff. Well, for young bucks who are trying to come up and they have a passion, they see what they see, and they're like, "Yo, I could do that." Mm-hmm. It gives them the opportunity to experiment and to do different things. I have no problem with any of that. My thing is. When you refuse the education, absolutely, and you refuse the pointers and refuse gaining understanding of what it took to get here, mm-hmm. you know there are people who have toiled for years to make things happen and make things possible for you to just pull up on a laptop absolutely. and download a program and start making some stuff happen. I have no problem with your ability to do that, but at least. I think there needs to be an understanding of history. There needs yeah. to be an understanding of the culture. Understanding, I mean, hip hop, as far as in, in context, an understanding of where this whole thing started, where and, it started, where and, it came and why from. the elder guys and girls are so passionate about why you know the the hard work and the struggle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the young cats, it's just like, man, dog, you. So I would all that like you're you old, old bro like old, yeah. okay yeah you had to struggle I mean huh, you know but <laughs> yeah. that, that this generation I mean unfortunately that's just kind of an overall mentality yeah you, you know, know what I'm saying it's um uh, and every now and then I, I kind of have these conversations that I put out on like you know Twitter and and Facebook where I just I genuinely want to know the answers to these questions man it's like it's it's, it's it always struck me as funny how hip hop there's a perception of getting old. Mm-hmm. It's the only genre, the of only music genre where you're you're too old to to rap. Right, right. <laughs> and, and it was proven if you look at the Grammys just last night. I mean, ACDC opened up the Grammys. Mm-hmm. I don't know how old they are, but I know they're old. They're old. You know what I mean? But you don't hear anybody saying like, "Well, why y'all on exactly?" The and it's it's I and maybe because this is like you know the the newest genre. Um, you know. It, we haven't been through this yet. You know what I mean? So maybe mm-hmm. rock went through that. I don't know. You know, I didn't, right, I didn't I live you. through that. So that's the only thing that I can come up in my head is like, maybe that's the reason why, because hip hop is just now, like you're just now getting the quote unquote, like, Oh, you're over 40. You need mm-hmm. to, you need to come back and do something else. And it's like, 
I, I say if you can still entertain, you can sure. still control the crowd, keep sure. going. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? I, I agree 100%. Keep going. I think part of where that comes from is there's a difference between culture and genre. Okay. You look at all of these other genres of music, not saying that there's not any culture involved in any of any of those other genres, but the difference between that and hip-hop is hip-hop and rap are, are different things. Rap is a part Absolutely. of the culture of hip-hop. Yeah. Hip-hop is a culture that was birthed out of and many people uh, don't lack. Know that. And yeah, that, and that's that. that's where that education needs to come exactly. in because this is not hip hop is not just a genre. Yeah. Hip hop is a an actual culture that was birthed out of something. Mm. It was birth, birthed out of the lack. You know, it was a, a means of Absolutely. expression from young people that were trying to find an alternative to the crack epidemic and all of the craziness going on around them. Mm -hmm. They needed a way to release the energy and their thoughts and their feelings. So from b-boying to to um, aerosol paint, yeah. you know, to the, the graph, to DJing. the MC and to the DJing, yeah. you know, like... So when all of this stuff started in the Bronx, in the park, this was like they plug up to the light post Absolutely. and they're bl blasting music. And this is like a culture birthing and developing while all of this turmoil and craziness that's going on around them, this was their escape from that. Absolutely. If, if, and my thing is, when you look at things from that context, you're not, you don't see genre. <laughs> you see a culture. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like hip hop, yeah, it's a category and it's a mm -hmm. genre, but it's not. It's more. Yeah, so much more. It's so much more. So when when people, especially young people, if they had that understanding, right, mm -hmm. then the conversation starts to change because Absolutely. it's not just about music and rapping and, and what you can do it's about who you are because yeah. that's what hip-hop is hip-hop isn't something you do hip-hop is something you live yeah you you gotta live i mean i'm so glad that you 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 talked about this man because it's it's one of those things where i had to go back and do research like i mean i'm, sure. I'm 30 you know what i mean and sure. so and i grew up in in the south absolutely so likewise you know it's some things you just you you have to live it. You know what I mean? Just like you said. So, you know, I remember growing up and, and you know, I, I heard those stories. And, and, and to me, growing up and still to this outcast is my favorite group. Yes. But, um, you know, growing up, I love Tupac. So mm -hmm. I didn't want nothing to do with the East Coast. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. Because I, I was a Tupac fan, so right, I was like right. <laughs> Mississippi to the left. You know what I mean? And right. so it was that's that's everything West Coast is what I gravitated towards. So you couldn't get me to understand a Jay Z. You couldn't get me to understand mm -hmm. Biggie. I had to go back and, and listen to that and, and catch what they were saying. I was like, Yo, I'm tripping. Like these dudes can rap. You right. know what I mean? And right. then right. from there you kinda dig and you find out the history and, and you know, you you learn all that stuff. It's like you you figure it out. I, I never forget, dude. Like I had um, it was a clothing <laughs> line. A couple of um, well, it's been longer than a couple of years. It, it probably been like over ten years. Segwit and, and uh, Cedar. oh yeah, and Cedric and Cedar. Yeah, I had I had those 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 shirts. I think I went to some something they threw them out, and I didn't. I you didn't, didn't know even what know what it, it meant. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> right. And and I was like, man, that's a dope shirt. I see like you know it had had some DJ on. It. I was like, okay, it obviously has something to do with music, but I didn't hurt. I didn't know. And so when I went and started doing the research, research. I was like, okay, cool, Herc. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, this right here. The Bronx. Oh, the Bronx. Like, Block party. Rex oh, well, that's what this shirt means. Exactly. And then I was like, okay, now I get it. You know what I mean? There but it, it is. It took 
that going back doing that research and and, and it kind of goes back to what you're saying like you can't be stubborn to do that research man because it's to, it's man. a part of the culture it's it's and it's it's funny though because and this is this is what I love about hip hop hip hop as a culture and as an experience it's so relative to just your life experience mm. i look at when i was in school there were certain things that you know uh, certain subjects i gravitated toward and there were certain ones that I just I was like, uh. yeah. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I wasn't a big history fan. Mm. Yeah, me but either, man. you know, but in order to gain perspective and kind of balance out perspective about things and at least have an understanding of certain things that went on before me, I had to study history. Absolutely, I had to at least find out. Even even though some of the facts in the history book were wrong, <laughs> at least the concept of needing to study history resonated. Yeah. And once I really understood that, and I did start kind of uh, studying and figuring some things out on my own, outside of the educational confines of school, I knew that I needed to do history. Yeah. And that, that plays, uh, played a part into me understanding more about my culture, you know, not only hip hop, but me as a black man and where I came from that, and I realized, wait a minute. So this educational book that I've been presented for history class basically says that we started after we started at slavery. At slavery, yeah. That's that's, that's, all you know. that's all I know. Yeah, that's it. But there's so much more. So much more. But I wouldn't have the concept that I needed to know more had it not been for history. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So it kind of ties in into that, and it's the same thing. This this generation, um, you know, I, I'm I'm happy about the the ambition and about the the vigor and the strength and the everything that they possess they're quick mm-hmm. think about it they are children like the young people today were born into a technological age where everything is advanced mm-hmm. so the way their minds work is like warp speed compared to us like when when we were their age not you know not saying that we weren't smart and all of that but I it's just it. a different it's a world different. you got 3 year olds that I, I can give a three-year-old my phone, exactly. and they know what they're doing. Exactly. I give this to my grandma, she's looking like... But wait, what? Give me, the, the screen, the what? screen doesn't want to... Wait, you mean I could touch the phone and it... Does, like, it's, it's, yeah, just, it's weird. It's different. Like, and, and as you know, I, I understand that. And, and you know, the thing is, man, like you said, it's coming back to understanding that there is a difference, man. And you got to embrace that change and, yeah. and at the same time just... Try to connect with them and, and see where we can both move forward. Because exactly. if we connect together and move forward, then we can do so much more. You know? That's And that's the whole thing. The culture will be here hundreds and hundreds of years from now if we connect. Common actually set a line in this uh, the song, Glory, Glory that was yeah, taken yeah. from uh, Self. Uh, it's like you said, you can't, in so many words, you can't win the war alone. You know, Absolutely. it takes the wisdom of the elders and the energy of the young people. In so many words, that's what he said. And that line, in a, it, it just resonated with me because that's a big part of why I'm on this planet. Yeah. That's the consciousness of RWHIB. That's my thing. Real hip hop yeah. is back. That's I, was my, getting, I was getting into that too. That's yeah, what yeah. the consciousness is about. That's the whole point right there mm-hmm. because it really does take the wisdom of the elders and the energy of the youth. You bring that together, it's unstoppable. Absolutely. It literally, you can change culture. You can change the world we live in if that union is there. That's why I'm so passionate about that. 
You know, I'm glad you brought it up because I was definitely going to get there, man. And um, I wrote down you had like the five basic principles. Absolutely. Of it. And I'll go over them. It's uh, entertainment, philanthropy, philanthropy, mm-hmm. education, mentoring, and spiritual enlightenment. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, just reading those on paper, you know what I mean? It's, it, it speaks volumes, man. It's just like, Thank okay, you. entertainment, that's what everybody connects with. Absolutely. You know, music is a universal language. Universal language. It doesn't matter where you're from, who you are, how old you are. Everybody can relate to sounds. It's the same chords. Individual. And, and individual, mm-hmm. yeah. It's the same. Like, there's nothing that you can do new up under the sun when it comes to those keys. It's like everybody feels those chords. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So that, And, and, and you know, just being able to, 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 to win and give that back. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, it's something that... Um, my wife and I, man, like we, it's something we started a couple of, um, a couple of Christmases ago. I don't know if Christmases, I don't know if that's, but <laughs> Christmas 2013, 13, uh-huh. I think, or 2012, no, 2012, but it was. And, um, we was like, you know something, let's not buy each other gifts. Mm-hmm. And so what we did instead of buying each other's gifts, we said like, okay, we're just gonna start giving to the homeless. Beautiful. So beautiful we pulled our you know what that we, is so you know, dope man i commend you on that oh thanks man and, and it's and it's crazy how that grew from us doing that on christmas to we do it every month now you know what i mean so it's like every month we we either giving food clothing man anything you know and oh. it's um <laughs> it's one of those things it's not even trying to i mean yeah i do want to promote it because people need to know Absolutely. about it you know what i'm saying and Why it's not? um you know the thing, the reason why we were moved to do it, man, is because the perception of the of the homeless, especially in Atlanta, is like everybody's on drugs, everybody, right. you know, alcoholic. And true enough, you know, a good percentage of those people are. But when I, I found going out there talking to these people, the reason Rich. why they're like that, they got so much, to, they got Treasure. so much to talk about, so Absolutely. much to share. And you know, one guy, man, his name his name is Car Wash, man. Like, uh, if you ever want your car wash, go and holler at Car Wash. I tell you, he's always on like um, Piedmont and uh, uh, Ralph McGill, like that little park over there. Like, Car Wash is over there, but Car Wash, like, I asked him, I was like, man, you know how you get out here, man? And Car Wash was like, man, you know what? One, it was just bad decisions, you know, mm-hmm. bad decisions that I made. But honestly, man, I'm out here because it's it's a choice, hmm. and I was like. Your choice, so you you choosing to be out here. And it was like, yeah, man. Like I know I can, I know I can by perception do better. But it's like, man, I'm out here for a reason right now. Mm. And I'm like, mm. it kind of it took it hit me the wrong. You know, it, it, it I was like, yeah, you out here for a reason, bro. But like, cause I'm thinking from my mindset, I'm thinking like, man, you should be in a house. You should right, be. Right. You don't need to be here. But it's like he's he moved me. Beautiful. Being out there, and it's like maybe that's his purpose, just to be out there to talk to people it's and powerful, interact dude. with people, you know, and change other people. And I was like, man, it's so crazy, dude. Like we, we look over those people, like they're like the scum of the earth to man. most people' perception. And it's like, man, if you sit out there and just like, I, I challenge anybody, if you listen to this, like no matter where yes, you're sir. at, be safe. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not telling you go out there in the middle of the night and all that. Like, yeah. go out, be safe. Have a two to three minute conversation with somebody out there, That's and I guarantee thing. it's gonna turn to twenty to thirty minutes. Oh yeah, it and always they, extends. Yeah, and they got gyms. It's like so <laughs> much stuff. It's like, man, bro, like they, you. After talking to a homeless person, you look at like, bro, you need to be doing something else. Think, think about <laughs> this. Just what he said. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's out there by choice and everything. But the first thing he said was his decisions. Yeah. Right. Yeah. When people have experiences in life and they make certain choices 
you live with the choices you make. That is Absolutely. all of us. Yeah. Period. And to think that the the people who happen to be homeless, you know, who are out on the streets, they have a wealth of life experience. Mm-hmm. They didn't just end up there overnight. Absolutely. That didn't just happen. It could be anything. There could be any reason. But to think that they don't have something to offer is just asinine. It, yeah, it really crazy. doesn't make sense simply because, well, they've lived life. They've exactly. lived. They live life. You're right, man. And we we live life and then we live with our choices and our decisions. So, I mean, if that's where um, things are for them at that moment, then, I mean, that's what it is. Yeah. But they have so much to offer. I've spoken to several homeless people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I've done uh, different things to, you know, in, in reaching out, especially during the holidays from food drives or clothing yeah. drives. I've been involved in, in that type of thing um, for a while now. But just like you're saying, the conversations that, that, that I have with the people, you know, you have some that are just like straight up like, yo, help me get out of this. I need, you yeah. know, give me, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But to sit down and actually hear people's story, Man, and, and, and these are some of the things that I'm actually going to be embedding in, in implementing in some of my music. Mm. You know, it, it's it's the voice of 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 the people, the voice of of people's experiences and the different things that go on in life. You know, we have our life, our lives and, and the things that we walk through on a daily basis mm-hmm. and our perspectives and all of that. You know, but when when you can connect not only your life. And, and project that out there, but you can actually speak on behalf of the people from conversations. That's a whole nother level of reach. Yeah, it is, man. That's another it level of, of being able to connect with people because you literally are speaking on behalf of people who can't speak for themselves. Yeah. You know, and, and I've always uh, loved that about certain artists. You know, there's people that, you know, you feel where that's coming from mm-hmm. because it may be someone in your family. Yeah. It may be somebody that, that you really are close to or someone that you know or someone that you've encountered or, or just met but that it's there's riches and wealth uh, in 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 people's experience it and is, and it's man. it's something to it to not be neglected man for real and, and you know just just hearing you say that man like just if you break things down just to surface level right you have a conversation and you learn something from that person now you know I'm the type of person where I'd rather learn from you than make a mistake and then learn from the mistake. If and, and, and you know, it seems like it's so easy to have that logic, but it's like, okay, if you if I got two friends <laughs> and both of those friends have made repeated, you know, repeatedly made the same mistake over and over and they and I've seen their outcome. Right. Why wouldn't I learn from that? I don't need to do that. Exactly. I don't need to do that and I don't need to do that because obviously that I mean Three times, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, okay, one time, okay, cool. That might have just been their outcome. Uh-huh. That might have just been his outcome. But if we're looking at three <laughs> or four times, like, that's a bad outcome no matter who does it. Exactly. You know what I mean? So let me not go that route. There you know what is. I mean? But to make the same mistake is is really insanity, man, if you I, really just think about I it. I remember really uh, an experience. My freshman year in college, mm-hmm. there was this couple, um, you know, at the time they were married. This is one, one of my good I mean, this is he was. Uh, I was married for for eleven years. Okay, I got married young. I was like twenty three years old, mm. and um, he was the best man at my wedding. We're we're like super tight to this day. He and his wife at the time sat me down because they saw a lot in me. They saw potential in me, mm-hmm. and saw that I had a lot of things to offer. They broke down the concept 
of skipping ditches. Mm. The whole thing was literally, if there's a ditch right there, you can't see it, but you're walking and you're about to step in that ditch. Either you're going to twist your ankle, you're going to get your brand new shoe completely drenched mm-hmm. or whatever. I mean, there's you're going to suffer Something, something. Something's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Why not just skip over that by just having some prior inf- information? Absolutely. You know, and their whole thing was like, we've been through X, Y, Z. You know, we've seen a lot. I'm not saying we've seen it all, but we've seen a lot. And there's some things that, you know, we can kind of help you just to prevent you from falling in this particular hole, whatever yeah. that hole may be. If 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 there's people in your life in your life that can actually assist, or if you're that person that can assist someone else, do, do that. Yeah, like it it really helps. I, I think back to, ser- to several decisions um, that you know. I mean, we always have a decision to make mm-hmm. when it's presented, but there were some things that were no brainers because of the information it gave me. Yeah. Easy. I was able to skip that ditch. I did yeah. not have to go that route because I already know exactly where that's going. Yeah. So, you know, that that's that's something that that, you know, I learned from back then mm-hmm. and ever since then that's something that I try to do, you know, with uh with my peers or with with, with younger folk or, or whomever because it's it it helps. It really makes it a does. difference. <laughs> it, it, makes, it makes a difference. It makes man. a huge difference, man, to like skip over somebody mm-hmm. else's mistakes. That's like it, you got to learn from from other people, you know what I mean? And, and and I I love that analogy just, you know, kind of skip some ditches, you know what I mean? Um that is so important. And you know, I know we don't we we don't have that much time left, but sure. I definitely want to I, I can't have you here without having, you know, talk about your music. Absolutely. You know, um and so we'll get into that. And, and you know, um, so we, I wanted to make sure we did talk about the Real Hip Hop is Back movement mm-hmm. and, and, and what you have going on with that. Sure. Um, you know, of course, if you if you type Big Wreck name in Google, you're going to you're going to see Bullseye. Right. You're going right. to see, you know, Doomsday. Absolutely. Project, you know, um, and, and so I have to go into to the, the whole relationship with Diamond D. Absolutely. Um, and for y'all that don't know who Diamond D is, I'm not going to explain to you. You're going to do your research. You have <laughs> research, to just man. research. Just, just do Google it. it and <laughs> and you'll find what you what I, I will tell you this. What you'll find once you do your research is that he's responsible for a lot of artists, mm-hmm. some some artists that you might didn't even know that he was responsible for. Mm-hmm. And um, you also learn that. His sound alone um, inspired some of your favorite producers. Absolutely, and I'll leave it at that. Just do your research. Do the research. Um, <laughs> but I want to know, me personally, I want to know how how did that relationship form? Sure. Um, you know, and and what was the you know the the beginning of that? Absolutely. Uh, several years ago, actually, I was performing um, at Apache Cafe. In Atlanta. <laughs> there, <you go. laughs> there we go. Uh, it was actually a producer beat battle. Okay. okay. And uh, I was a special guest, um, you know, performer because they didn't have people really performing. It was mm-hmm. just the producers. Well, I was uh, asked to perform at this event. Diamond D was in the crowd. Um, I had no idea. You know, I did my thing, you know, shut it down, got off stage. As soon as I stepped off stage, someone came around to me. He was like, yo, I got somebody who wants to meet you. I was like, oh, that's what's up. Um here comes Diamond D walking through the crowd. And I'm like, oh, I knew exactly who he was. It was like, yeah. oh, that's crazy. You know, and he walked up to me. He was like, yo, what's, what's happening? Um, my name is Diamond D. And in my head, I'm like, like yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, he was like, yo, um, you know, you did your thing tonight. Mm-hmm. I really, really like what you're doing. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to, I'd like to work with you. The rest what? is history. Yeah, like what? Yeah, like, no, for real. I had that little that little pause moment in my head, like, huh? 
Because it was just so straight to the point. Like, whatever he saw in me, mm-hmm. he was like, yo, I, I want to work with this dude. Let and me, and that's literally, that was the genesis. Let me ask you this. Like, how soon from that night, him saying that, mm-hmm. to the studio? Like, what's the time span? Maybe three days. Man. Like, it was, he was serious about it. That, and, and that's the reason why I asked that question. Because mm-hmm. we know it's... I'm going to use a baseball analogy because <laughs> I, I love baseball. Mm-hmm. In music, in the music industry, there's this such, such thing as the curve. Right. So there's a lot of different ways you can throw the curve. There's a subtle curve. There's a flat-out curve. Mm-hmm. And there's a, all right, here's the curve. You know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and so most people give you that curve where, yeah, let's work. That's right. the that's the Oh yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, we, All we, the time. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, man, let's do oh, it. Man, let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's get up. Before you can get the contact, the conversation has changed. Every, they're they're gone. You know, so it's like, oh, how are we gonna work? You don't have my contact. Right. <laughs> there's that there's that curve, you know, we've all been there. There's the curve of like, oh yeah, you know, it's the you know, they boost you up and it's like, Oh man, you're great, man. I love everything you're doing. We gotta work, we gotta work, and there's that keep, you know. Every month, every month, we we checking, touching bases. Mm-hmm. We're gonna work. It never, you know, it never materializes mm-hmm. anything. And I've learned, man, the reason for the curve is because this industry doesn't like to be straightforward because they never know who you're gonna turn out to be. Right. So I rather leave that line of communication open, open. <laughs> as opposed to just flat out telling you no. Right. You know what I mean? And I, I get it. I understand mm-hmm. it. It's the politics of the business. But when you said that, he said, "Man, we need. I want to work with you." Three days later, you're in the studio working. Yeah. That just, I, I love to hear that because that's somebody that's saying like, you know what? I genuinely love his talent. Right. Let's make this happen. And and it's it's something that I will respect him for the rest of my time on this planet mm-hmm. because he followed up. Yeah. Again, I, I've I've been in this for a while. Yeah. My talent has been recognized by several people of different walks of life for a while, but to follow through. You know, and with there being a genuine desire to connect and, and, and work, I mean, that that's something that's invaluable, you yeah. know. And um, and it's funny because we didn't we, we connected like right then and there, like right after that. Like I said, it was just a few days. Yeah. And uh, but we didn't start working on a big project or anything uh, on a solo level. It just so happened that my group, the Pentagon, formerly mm-hmm. known as the five, yeah. you know, all five of us in some way, shape or form. You know, well, Diamond had met, he'd already known Jaws of Life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he'd met uh, Shred. He'd seen Snub doing his thing. He'd seen KP, KP doing yeah. battle stuff or whatnot. So it ended up just kind of, we formed. We just, this brotherhood formed. Yeah. And we ended up working collectively with him initially. So we got in the studio shortly after after that time. Mm-hmm. I'm talking maybe some weeks after me and D had first met. It just so happened that the connections were kind of happening. You know, when you see stuff happening organically, yeah. it just happened. So we were just going with the flow and we ended up working on some stuff and just yeah. getting a lot of, you know, because we were really making moves during that time mm-hmm. as a collective. And, um, you know, so we, we were doing a lot of work for a good while. And then um, a lot of things just started branching off and, and going on in all of our lives individually. Uh, so we, we saw that it was around that time. It's like, well, you remember I told you I wanted to work with you. And yeah. I was like, well, yeah, we've been working. It was like, no, with you. Yeah. And I'm like, no <laughs> <Okay>. doubt. And <laughs> that was around that time. And it was like, boom, let's get it popping. And we started working. This was actually around 2012 mm. that uh, we were looking to release Doomsday. And 
that during that time, December twenty first, two thousand twelve, was supposed to be the end of the world. Yeah, yeah, you know. So that's that's that kind of influenced the concept the, of the doomsday. Doomsday, yeah. Um, you know, it's gonna be the end of the world for whack MCs and for the whack, and yeah. you know, we're bringing this this music back. But we started seeing a little bit more purpose in it. You know, as time progressed, and plus we just it wasn't ready to drop at that time. Yeah. So we continue to work. Long story short, you know, we just started seeing a lot of it come together organically, even from that point. Gotcha. And um, if you look at the album cover of Doomsday, you look at it's just looks like turmoil, like a big tsunami had just hit the place, and you mm-hmm. see a person walking. walking yeah. But in the sky, you see a ray of light, and that's symbolic of myself, of what the union between myself and Diamond, what we bring to the game. It's like, regardless of how whack you may think the state of things mm-hmm. is, there's a ray of light. There's still hope. And gotcha. this project can be representative and indicative of that, of that hope. That's dope, man. Y- y- y'all definitely make sure y'all pick up the project. Um, it's worth it's worth listening to. You know, um, Definitely appreciate that. No, no, no problem, man. You know, I, I, I got to... Um, mention our our sponsor uh, absolutely i have to do that you know um we, we've been talking about history right and um the, the important thing about history is it's documented mm-hmm. and um you know sometimes it's in a book luckily for you guys you can um you can listen to it you're, you're listening to this podcast right now so it's easy to listen to an audiobook we're going to give you a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial to our audible um it's, it's very simple all you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash straight out the den uh that's str the number eight o-u-t-d-a-d-e-n go there and get a free book on us man it's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial and you literally that's it's just that simple go and do that and, and there's a lot of titles that you can look into um i'm not going to go through all of those but just you know audibletrial.com um slash straight out the den um go there get the audio book and matter of fact once you do that let us know that you got the audio book we'll love to hear from you um you know and just let let our sponsors know that that you're really listening to the podcast so you know uh we definitely want you guys to take advantage of that um man i i you know there's there's one other segment that i gotta i gotta do with you um but before we get into that Mm -hmm. i want to just talk very shortly about legacy you know what I mean, and and when I say legacy, you know what I mean. But like, what, at the end of the day, when it's all said and done, you know, when when you know the the catalog, everybody can go through your catalog, mm-hmm. everybody can go through the videos, everything. What is what is it that you want people to know? Big wreck as absolutely a dynamic person and personality who really has a genuine care for people. And wanted to bring the best out of everyone he encountered mm. and make a difference on this planet. Yeah. Everything that I've always been about has been about bridging gaps. For those that don't know, my name is spelled B-I-G-R-E-C. It's one word, all caps, because that's what I represent. I'm a big presence, big force, mm-hmm. etc. But wreck is actually short for the word reconcile. Mm. And that's what I've always been about is bringing together, reconciling collectively like bridging gaps between certain things like that's what i represent that's what i've always been about so that's the legacy that i'm leaving it's something that's been passed down you know just the concept of being able to to be a repairer of the breach of sorts Mm. that to to look at where there's division or look at where there's a problem and be a bridge be a solution help to bring things together Mm. That's that's always that's in the fabric that's in the fiber of my being. So, 
that is what the, the legacy is that I'm leaving. You know, gotcha. when it comes to RWHIB, like that's what that is. Bridging the gap musically between the mainstream and underground. Mm-hmm. Because if the mainstream and underground consciousness came together, there would be no mainstream or underground. It yeah. would just be hip hop. It would just be hip hop. You're right. Absolutely that's, right. That's the ultimate goal with that. And then between youth and elders, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. you bridge that gap, you have a strong community that's balanced. Absolutely. Wisdom of the elders, energy of the youth. And then you can make things happen and see something grow as a result. So that's what that's what the legacy is. That's what I'm leaving for my son. Yeah. You know, he's nine, going on ninety. <laughs> you know, and um, you know, whether he's involved in hip hop ever in his life, mm-hmm. he's gonna see the work of his father's hands and know that this is something that daddy built yeah. and that there was a there's a, a strong meaning behind it all. That's um, you know, I, I did want to ask you about the because um, I, I saw all the social media changed recently mm-hmm. for you it, it, i mean everything used to be big rexzilla yeah um which definitely made sense you know what i mean um sure. just being you as an artist and a big presence on the stage and everything mm-hmm. but it changed to uh big rex speaks Absolutely. and i think you really just explained it just mm-hmm. then what you just said <laughs> um that, that that made a lot of sense on on, on the transition right uh, what else are you trying to you know convey with that message of changing sure the name, you know? there's a lot that um you know as i've gone through several transitions in my life over the past 10 years really mm-hmm. you know there have been a lot of things that I've uh, gone through. I've, I was married, but I've gone through a divorce. Mm-hmm. You know, I've uh, I've had a lot of changes and shifts. And you know, when you're dealing with a lot of shifting, at least in my experience, you know, when I'm still trying to figure some things out within myself, I didn't feel free to really have everybody walk with me gotcha. and walk through those experiences because I'm I'm so unsure. I'm trying to yeah. identify and really kind of just get my grounding back, just as a human. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm I'm in a different space now where I'm 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 on track. I'm right where I need to be in life and in my steps. And there's so many things that are just falling in line because I made some internal choices mm. to really get on purpose on every area that really wasn't on purpose. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? And and because of that, my focus is is, is there the clarity, like everything has changed. So even looking at the whole Big Regzilla moniker, there's always been more to me than just my stage performance. Gotcha. I have a lot to say. I've always had a lot to say. Um, even my, my talents, you know, from from some acting to sketches. I have a sense of humor that the people that know me, you know, they yeah. know I'm a fool. <laughs> but I've never really let that out through my music. Gotcha. So gotcha. people who have listened to my music, you'll hear the mission. You'll hear the purpose. You'll hear hip hop. You'll hear you'll hear all of these things that I've been passionate about. Mm-hmm. But none of those things, I kind of just scratched the surface. I scratched the surface on personal things. Okay. On personal experiences. I didn't really, I haven't really given much of that over the past, you know, several years because I was still figuring it out. But where where that was a drawback is that it didn't allow for me or for the people to really connect with me, the man. They connected gotcha. with the monster, yeah, not but not with, with the man. man. Gotcha, and gotcha. now it's it, it's a different day. So I'm um the whole Big Rex Speaks campaign. Um, go online at bigrexspeaks.com. There you, you can go. follow me at Big Rex Speaks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All social media, everything is at Big Rex Speaks. What I'm taking people through now. You're going to see me mm. from social media. You'll see my thoughts. You, you'll hear what I'm feeling at the time. You, it's I'm opening myself up because that's where it is. And I have so much to say. It's not just about my stage performance anymore. Mm-hmm. That's still what it is. But, 
You'll hear inspirational messages. You'll see uh, some of my acting. You'll hear yeah. voiceover work. You're going to hear the music. Dope. You're going to hear everything coming from my voice. Anything having to do with me speaking from from excerpts of motivational speeches yeah. uh, or different things, uh, speaking at seminars or to young people and mentoring. And like these are all different things that I do that I haven't really advertised. I haven't really put out there, but I want people to see the totality of what this thing is. And this guy, Big Wreck, who, who, who he really is. So everything is now Big Wreck Speaks. And, you know, I, I always admonish people to listen. Yeah. When Big Rex speaks. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. Well, you know, man, that I think that's the perfect transition, man. I got to do this last segment before we get you out of here, man. Sure. It's, uh, it's called Vinyl Conversations. Gotcha. All right, so you see the vinyl here. I see. Um, it, it's very simple. I'm going to have you uh, randomly, and I mean randomly, select vinyl. Um, you got One from each crate, if you will. Okay. Um, randomly select and once you get those three vinyl i want to come back on the mic and, and just give us a story whatever comes to mind what you see from those records right Beautiful. and after that i want you to pick one we're gonna put it on the record player and nice. i just want to get some bars from you man let's That's get it. it all right bro so um we got this one here you can this crate this crate and then we can go from the blue crate too <laughs> um nice. you know pick anything pick at random whatever you like we should have a nice mix of things in there yeah you can hold on yeah you can okay. hold on to it He would pick that. <laughs> this is like my favorite album. Of, of he would, like, he would pick that. I can't wait for him to tell y'all what he just picked up. Oh, all right. man. And, and what's crazy is, right, because I know uh, most of the records are pretty much, I, I have a sense of what where things are. So here's the crazy part. As you were going through that, I was like, he's very close to a record that I think he is. And then you pulled it. I was like, oh, well, That's he, he picked crazy. it up. That's yeah, crazy. He picked it up. Of all albums. Oh, yeah. man. Right, See. So, Save that one for last. I will. I'll put that that in the bag. Matter of fact, yeah. So let us know what you have right now, the records that you got. All right. First one is uh, Lola Fisher. Mm -hmm. And um, Lola Fisher from Here to Yonder. Just looking at this album cover, I mean, this is lady sitting on a stack of hay, you know, holding a dove in her hand in the wilderness or whatever. I don't know. The the feeling I get here, I I think of... uh, I guess freedom in a sense. Yeah. You know, she's very free. She has her shoes kicked off. There's this mysterious man facing the other direction behind her. But um, <laughs> but she has a dove in her hand, you know, and the dove, um, you know, symbolizes a lot of times freedom and uh, kind of growth, birth or whatnot. And, um, but yeah, she looks free. I get kind of freedom from this. Yeah, gotcha. gotcha. That's, that's right. what I'm sensing from that. This is the second one, Night Noise, At the End of the Evening. Okay, yeah, I know that record. Um, I see it's a split It's a split cover. Um, one side, is, it's showing the ground, and like uh, it looks like a vine that's kind of stemming from the root. <laughs> and the, and the, the left side, I see it looks uh, kind of a silhouette of a tree. And the, what I get out of this is that whole thing with I'm seeing the root. Of gotcha, here. Gotcha. And that's what I'm I'm always kind of talking about is dealing with the root of issues, not just mm-hmm. dealing with the surface and the surface, branches yeah. and the leaves and all of that. So that's what I get out of that. Now and now <sighs> for the for the main one that he wants to talk about. Man, look. <laughs> Michael Jackson Thriller. Of all albums. Let me tell y'all, man. First display, of all, look, I grew up drawing this album. Oh man. Like I told you, I started drawing when I was three. Yeah. 
I, I gravitated to the Jacksons. I remember uh, drawing the Destiny cover, drawing the Jacksons. Um, uh, what's the name of that? The one that has "Can You Feel It" on it. Uh, that that particular album, I can't remember it um, off the head. Uh, not Destiny, it? Victory. Okay, is it Victory? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Either. But anyway, but this one right here, mm-hmm. this album, every single I've never seen an album where the entire album were singles. Yeah. People don't understand that. This thriller. entire album. Everything. Wanna be starting something, baby be mine, the girl is mine, thriller, beat it, Billy Jean, human nature, PYT, and the lady in my life were all, all singles. singles. All of these songs on this album were people, on the radio. And people don't understand that. That is that's um that's <laughs> that, unprecedented. That, that's ridiculous. That to me, hands down, like I mean Man. Don't get me wrong, Outcast Equipment is my favorite. Like That's my favorite hip hop album. Hip hop album. But when it comes to when it comes to music, dude. Michael Jackson Thriller and this, Marvin Gaye Hear My Dear album. I Those used two. to even the sleeves on the inside. Everything. I used to look at this not just the words but the the illustrations yeah. here. I gravitated toward that cuz I remember this was the Thriller one. Oh man, this is just memories right here. Yeah. So I have so much to say about this album because it just encompasses a huge part of my life and my childhood. Like oh man, I'm open right now, bro. That's yeah. crazy that I picked this one up. Cool. But, so I mean, I already know which one you're going to pick. <sighs> Man, well, this would be kind of typical, but I have no idea what these other ones. And sound I have like. no idea what they're. they're <laughs> so, I, I think the night noise is um, some ambient um, stuff on it. Uh-huh. Um, but don't quote me, because I, I I tell you, man, I just buy records based off album covers. Like I like how album covers look. Right. Like if I'm looking, because I, I, I buy it from a producer standpoint, so of I might course. look. If I if I'm looking for horns, I'm gonna look at album covers that have horns on them, so I can pull those samples. So I don't, I can't remember what's on those. I don't think I've really dove into those as far. You know as what? Sound. I like the challenge of that. Okay. Like this, I know this album back in my hand. Yeah. My thriller. Let's go with this night noise, dude. Okay. There's something about it. I don't know. It's, there's kind of a mystery to it. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Alright, so we're gonna go with night noise. Um it's night noise at the end of the evening. You can look at it and kinda of tell that it's, it's it's might have some somber stuff on here. Um yeah. let's see. So yeah, like I told you before, man, I'm just gonna put it on, man. It, you know, when you feel the need, just give us a couple of bars. Yeah. You know, just have have some fun with it. That's dope. I love the concept. Oh man, thank you, man. Um, Tell you, man, uh, and big, big salute, man, Jay Good, and, and just the whole straight out the den. Um, not only for the opportunity to to even be on here and just uh, having me here, I really do appreciate that. But also just for what this does for the culture, this is something unique. You have a lot of unique elements to this you, entire man. setup and how you you have these different segments. Like I've never seen this before. What? They, uh, which, man, which is huge because I mean I've been around for a little minute, you know, thank and I've you. done umpteen interviews. Yeah, this is this is definitely um, one of the most unique experiences and one of the best experiences that I've had in an interview because your your questions aren't typical. Yeah. Um, it's not just the standard. So where are you from? Oh, so I'm I'm, I'm from making jo- no, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It's like you you know you 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 obviously you've done your research on yeah. me, you know, and and what I'm about and what I stand for. Um, but beyond that, you know, you you left the palette open to foster some healthy, just solid discussion and and uh, to be able to, to engage in that about certain things. Because, you know, I, I can talk about 
anything. Like I, I mm. love to communicate, but the atmosphere in which everything was laid out just really kind of brought everything into fruition properly. So no, I salute I, you on that, man. I, I, I'm learning to, um, and this is just me getting personal about myself. I'm learning to take compliments more because I'm a sure. very humble individual, right? No doubt. But I've that. learned in my life that sometimes when you're so humble, you can you can turn people off of like when somebody compliments you, there's more than just a thank you. Like I really appreciate what you said because everything uh-huh. that you said is is calculated in my head. Like I everything this whole interview was work. I, I wanted to make sure that it it, you know, even when I explain it to people, it seems like it's like we're all over the place, but it, there's it's it's kind of like organized chaos. It's because a method I, to your madness. Yeah, right? yeah. I, I want it to be where I, I got to make sure that I talk about certain things, but I also want to make sure that you leave here and you feel like you're at home. Oh, like yeah, that's man. that's the whole point. Absolutely. Like, I could easily go and do this at, at a studio. Yeah. I don't want to. You know, I've been offered it, to come and have this filmed in a studio. I've, I'd rather do it here because this is, I want people to come into like, you come into my home, you're sitting down, we're having a conversation. Mm-hmm. It, it It's all about the atmosphere that is built from that. They, they, they have a right conversation. So, I you know, it. I appreciate what you said, bro. Like, that's, that's, no that's, doubt. that no means problem. a lot to me for real, for real, definitely. Um, but now, you're yes, going to yes. need some bars. You're bars. an MC. You're an MC. So, bars. I need these bars. Let's get it. All right, here we go. Let's see what we're dealing with here. Night noise. <laughs> R double H I B. Big Rex Speaks. Follow me online at Big Rex Speaks. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of that. BigRexSpeaks.com RealHipHopIsBack.com StraightOutTheDen.com Plug. Bald-headed linebackers sit down in front of microphones and interview with other bald-headed men in front of microphones and discuss topics about hip-hop, life, politics, hip-hop, more life, more politics. You are listening to Straight Out the Den oh, man, you got with Jay Good featuring the magnanimous, gargantuan, big wreck. <laughs> oh my God. Bars. You want another beat? I'm seeing where it's going. Oh, see? Right there. Switched up tempo on me. Yeah. Look, look. 
born and raised in the N.O. Got stripes on mics in the OK, came to the ATL where they so-so Definitely evident me gonna get in and it blow Gotta put the O in a whole nother stratosphere I'm so offbeat This mug is literally taking me into Wonderland Stripes on mics in the OK came to the ATL where they so so Definitely evident me gonna get in and blow I gotta put the O in a whole nother stratosphere Feed that mind, spit that flow Put a new hole in the atmosphere Release my rhymes, I'ma get that dough Styles I'ma flip like spatula, rip rectacular In and out of rhythm, I'ma give them the vernacular Then kill them with the lyrics and intimidate the whack Defending real rap, a master of mic controlling Holding my towns down from the high down to the compound Dominate the scene on the mic Beast on the beat, big wreck till I'm a beast over streets. Ah, yes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're not only getting bars today, simply because of night noises, uncanny ability to switch up the tempo regardless of what you have to say. You just have to deal with what you're hearing. Now witnessing Big Rex Night Noise. Oh man. Dude, <laughs> Let me tell you, man. That is by far. Oh, I'm sweating over here. I'm laughing so hard. That is by far the funniest version of vinyl conversations mixed with some dope bars in between. Big Rex speaks. Man. That was just classic, bro. That was classic. And, and I was tempted to give you another beat, but I was like, no, no this sounds too good. Just, just let it We're go. We're going to let that go. So, like, look, when y'all hear that, <laughs> just know that <laughs> off mic, I was rolling. <laughs> I was rolling the whole time when he just went into, like, a narration. I had to, man. I was like, yo, he's really audiobook. Like, look. Look. It's look. back. Back. Like, you, look. <laughs> dude. And this is not a, a, a shameless plug. I'm, I'm going to plug out sponsors like audibletrial.com uh. Uh, slash straight out the den. Uh, get that, the audio book. But also Audible, you guys might want to call up Big Rex. Cut the um, check. Because the Cut way he just check. read that, he would be great. Cut the check. <laughs> he would be great. He would be great. So look, See, man. See for Reese. Man, I'm telling you, bro, that was hilarious hey man hilarious bro this is let me tell you how timely this is like again i really respect the fact that you even had that segment because this is this is what i do you know we're we're in the in the we're in the business of plugging right now this is what you're going to get at biggregspeaks.com like these are the things that this is a part of what it is you know this is absolutely this this is a part of my personality this is this is the stuff i do all the time like when i'm driving I, I just, it's just random. I just yeah. have this random inspiration, you know, and I just start. <laughs> Straight out the day with Jay Good. Like, it doesn't matter. Hey, don't be surprised it's if that's moment. like, uh, uh, um, if I'm using that somewhere. Doc, go hey. in, bro. Go in. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, I give you that liberty, oh, you man. know. I give you that liberty. My, my manager will holler at you if there's any issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll, it's cool. She'll, she'll it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> but uh, man, look, bro, I appreciate you coming through, man. Like, definitely, I appreciate no you doubt, coming bro. through for real, man. Like, um, I must say, man, if you guys are listening to this on SoundCloud, that's great. I appreciate that. 
Um, obviously, you guys are listening on iTunes because you're crashing my site. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm working to fix that. Bear with me. Please bear with me. Uh, I want to make sure that you guys can get this content along with quality content on straightoutthedin.com um, daily. Um, but if you are listening on SoundCloud, just click on the subscribe on iTunes button. I need you guys to listen more on, on iTunes. Yes. Um, su- subscribe, rate, come in. And, and we have archives and archives of podcasts. This is We've been doing this for a while now. So, I mean, I think this might be episode 50, uh, almost 60, 50. I don't know. We're, we're up there. But, you know, um, we, nice. we had one with uh, Scotty ATL. We had one with Ra Ra. We had one... Um, uh, with uh, EMC, uh, Master Ace, and the crew. We, I mean, just go and look, listen. Go and listen. You know, relax and listen. That's what I say. Relax and listen. So, um, make sure y'all check those out. Make sure you follow uh, the homie. You've heard it before. I'm gonna have him say it. It sounds better when he says it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, everything is Big Rex Speaks. B I G R E C. S P E A K S. You Big already Rex know. Speaks. You already know. So make sure y'all go and check everything out there, man. Um, Big Rex Speaks. <laughs> dot com. Hey, I'm telling you, this this was fun, bro. This was fun. I had I had a great time talking with Beautiful, you, man. Beautiful, man. Um, That's what I wanted. You know, any any final words? Any uh, anything? Music? Anything like that? You want to sure. plug before we get out? Um, the album Doomsday, uh, fully produced by Diamond D. Um, it's actually a joint venture between Diamond Mind Records and RWHIB Enterprises. Uh, it's available on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, Spotify. Like it's all out there, and uh, there's a lot of lot of things that's actually uh, cooking. So uh, just just stay tuned on my social media. Uh, that just do that. You know, if anything, just follow me. Follow me on social media. You're gonna you're gonna get the inside scoop on a lot. Go to my website. Uh, you know, there's there's a whole lot that's brewing. A lot that's about to happen here in this, you know, in, in a very, uh, very soon, you know, first quarter is about to get kind of ugly, kind of ugly. As we say this, or as he's saying that, I'm, um, I'm gonna go ahead and buy this album now because I should have been did that. Oh, salute! I appreciate that, my mm, man. No problem, man. I appreciate you coming through. So I'm gonna make sure I don't buy the edited version. Yeah. Because I've done that before. Right. And there's nothing wrong with having edited music. Nah. I'm just saying. Um, if you're going to have the edited, just make sure that you have the regular with the edit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just want to okay, <laughs> make sure that I'm, I'm purchasing the right one. But I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do that. But, um, you know, also on top of that, man, um, you know, just follow the homie, man. He, he has a lot to say and his music is definitely great. So make sure y'all do that. And uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, it's STR, the number eight, O-U-T-D-A-D-E-N. Um and as we close these things out, you guys know I like to close them out on a high note. So um, I, I leave these on some words of wisdom. So um, I've been saying the same thing. I'm going to keep saying it. But uh, that is, if you guys have a dream, research that dream, pray on that dream, and work until that dream becomes a reality. And with that being said, I'm Jay Good and Straight Out the Den. He's Big Rick. One more time. Big Rick Speaks. <laughs> Dot com. <laughs> hey, we out, man. Appreciate y'all Salute. listening.